Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. Hi, so (laughs) September is about deeds, deeds, which translates to something that is done, performed or accomplished. Now, why, if I'm invoking light leaders around the world to wake up, am I asking or talking about deeds, something that is done, performed or accomplished? Well, because, aha, see, I'm getting it right now as I'm talking, because in order to live your empowered life, your most empowered life, to live a life of freedom and brilliance and opulence, to be a light leader in this world, you have to act. You have to take action. It's not just about daily meditating. Yes, you have to do that. Journaling, what I do but it's also about taking action on the intuition, on the wisdom that your heart is revealing to you and taking action on it. Instead of just, not just saying, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm not doing it. When you hear it, when you feel it in your heart or sometimes in my entire energy system gets on fire, it's time to act. And you have to become aware of what is it that you're going to act on because we always have choice, right? But if you're being divinely led, divinely guided, then chances are the universe has your best interest in mind, your best interest. And therefore, when you do something, when you are doing a deed, an action, and accomplishing it, the universe, source, whatever you want to label it, says, yes, I want more of that, please. How fun. That's fun. I don't know. Am I crazy? Call me crazy. But I think that's fun. And certainly that's been the result of my life. So deeds in the long theme of light leaders. What are you going to do? Enjoy the show. So today on Empowering Chats, I have, uh, well, just looking at her, you guys, uh, she's she's gorgeous, stunning. We are absolutely aligned with our color scheme, which is kind of which is fun. Uh, it's so good to see someone who feels and looks and shows up empowered. So I want to welcome Casey Rossi to the. Thank show. you. Thank you, Susan. It's such a pleasure to be with you. And I feel there is no like happenstances. So the color synchronicity just shows we're going to have a juicy value filled conversation together. Always. Absolutely. So, uh, so Casey has a podcast that she's been doing for three years called women developing brilliance podcast. So Casey, I want to know a little bit about your, your background, what led you to do this kind of work because she's also a mindset coach and self-leadership coach. This is curious for me. So 
if you would give us some of your backstory, then we'll uh, move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have always had a passion for connection and relationship, and it goes way back to when I was 10 years old and literally from age 10 to 18, I was the town nanny. So I was booking my calendar and I was servicing and I was building relationships and networking at a really young age. I started my first corporation at 19 and yeah, it was really early. And my business partner and I developed one business after another, and we were taking care of her mom who needed full-time care. So we were really looking to do something out of the home that we could create a sustainable living and have fun and pool our creative resources. So we ended up creating nine different businesses in a four-year period. Oh my gosh, you were busy. (laughs) Very, very busy. And they were very diverse. It was everything from photographic jewelry to exterior house painting to nutrition counseling. So they were like, all over the board. And our 10th business venture, I uh, had remembered saying to share my my business partner, if this doesn't hit the numbers that we're looking for in the timeframe that we need it to, let's agree that we are both going to get conventional work. And so she like reluctantly agreed. And as destiny would have it, that was really our sweet spot. We ended up creating upscale gift and gourmet confections and sold them wholesale throughout the country and grew really, really fast. We grew that to seven plus figures a year. We had 25 employees. Yeah. So it was amazing. So it was like, we literally could travel the world and make people happy by producing chocolate. So it was, it was pretty wild. Okay. So this is, this is mind blowing to me because I'm of a certain age that, so did you come in with that little brain chip that says entrepreneur and successful and all of that? Because that's not my experience. Yeah. You know, it's so very interesting. I would say the entrepreneurial part. Yes. I truly feel that that's like a part of our coding and a part of our DNA. So yes to that successful. No, like I was shy introverted, you know, really had done very little traveling before that. Um, But my business partner had traveled quite a bit. She was 24 years my senior and she was an artist and she was definitely more like do now, think later, where if it was left to me, I would be like, think, think, create a spreadsheet, think some more. So she was like, you know, the action and the fire and um, really had just unstoppable confidence. And so I learned from watching that and persevering through the business ideas and literally learning by doing. Neither one of us had a business background or MBAs, or we didn't know how to lead a team or what it was like to have employees that were looking at you for the food on their table, literally. So, it, you know, we really just kept showing up and kept showing up and kept learning. And we sold that company in 2011. And that's when I decided to kind of go back to one of my loves, which was holistic modalities and aromatherapy, which I had studied in the early nineties, but did it for more of like a personal, you know, fun and an outlet. So I created a, an aromatherapy line and started, you know, really getting deep into that. And what I noticed was women specifically that were pivoting, like after 40, they were trying to come from maybe a soul sucking job or a corporate job and shift to something that was more fulfilling and something that was more heart driven. They were doing things like um, 
the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. They were getting certifications in aromatherapy or massage therapy, which was really cool. And I was at a lot of those graduation ceremonies because I was on a course carousel there for a while trying to figure out who I was after being a part of a dynamic duo for two decades. And in that process, I realized, wow, these women are so awesome at what they're doing and they need the foundation of business strategy and the implementation of like online marketing and digital marketing. And so that's really the beginning part of the iteration of what I do now, because I originally started doing business coaching and implementation, web development, copywriting, and I started helping these holistic healers create their business out of nothing. So I was able to take two decades worth of experience of like brick and mortar and creating nothing from a white piece of paper to hello, here we are, like we've got followers and we have some success and we have numbers in the bank to back it up. So that was really kind of the trajectory. And then it's really just morphed into a need when I really started seeing a repetitive pattern. Like I was starting to see my coaching clients come up with strong limiting beliefs, stronger than usual imposter syndrome, fear, this playing small sensibility. And I was like, okay, like, I need some more tools. And that's when I got certified to be a mindset coach, because I realized that no matter how many strategies you throw at an entrepreneur, if they don't have their mindset dialed in, then, you know, good luck with that. So it's really just been this evolution of seeing a need in the marketplace, figuring out how to fill it and then filling it and going from there. Okay. So I I love all this because um, there's, there are because in the work that I do, I primarily start with women and their self-worth, right? And, and do they respect, love and respect themselves? Because that's the foundation to me. It was what I found out I didn't have. Absolutely. And so my personal foundation. So when I work with clients, it's first, do you love and respect yourself? And oftentimes the answer is no, or I didn't even know I, I, I could. I didn't know that was an option. And so this mindset and soul aligned business that you're uh, doing now, the self leadership piece, explain that to everybody because I am, for myself, it took a while for me to lead myself. You know, I kept going to all the other, are you my guru? Are you my group? You know, lots of people do that. Absolutely. Um, I'm smiling because I know exactly that, that path. And we, we often do that. And I think that the difference is that fork in the road of when do we stand very confidently in our innate wisdom and power and stop looking outside for the answer, stop looking at all the external modalities and to other experts and gurus for the answer. When we lean into that heart wisdom, our gut intuition, that is when the trajectory changes. And I truly believe we cannot teach or mentor somebody to do something that we haven't done ourselves, And so, so very interesting because when, and I think that's probably why I started doing the business coaching because it's like, okay, cool. Like I crafted something from nothing. We did it for 17 years. We're hitting seven plus figures every year. Now I can help other people. I did it. But when it came to the one-on-one solopreneurship, that was a whole nother ball game. And it was like, oh, exactly like you're saying, self-worth, so huge. And then I realized, who am I? If I'm not a part of a duo, who am I? If I have to show up me, myself and I, and that 
absolutely took several years of personal growth work to uncover, unpack, get out of my own way. You know, it literally took me a full year to get confidence up to go live on Facebook. And I'm not even kidding. It I was, you. I, it I, was I, painful. I, I've, I've been on that road myself. Yeah. A whole year. And it was pain. It really was. It was painful. And the only thing that kind of busted me out of that was if I'm helping entrepreneurs increase their online visibility, I absolutely have to show up in integrity and do it for myself. This goes back to your original question of self-leadership. We have to be radiant exemplars in order to attract our divine right clients, okay. period. You just got to say that phrase again, because I got chills and I love that phrase. Yay. So we have to be radiant exemplars for our divine right clients to be attracted to us, to show up in our sphere, to even want to be around us and our energy. And so, you know, especially now, I think, because, you know, post COVID so much of our life is behind the box. You know, we're trying to get this litmus test of everything via Zoom, you know, via stories, via, you know, how can we shrink our, our attention? Let, let's do like a seven second TikTok. Like we are trying to kind of like feel our way through to see who do we truly connect? How do we develop those no like, and trust factors, which we know are the basis of any good marketing plan. And I think that this is our opportunity to lead in our authentic marketing. And the way that we do that is by doing the work, you know, like by taking that theory, putting it into practice so we can get mastery. So many of us, myself included years ago, we stay in the mental realm. We stay in the theory, you know, we keep showing up at the meetings, but are we taking the action steps? And that's the biggest thing. That's why I'm really passionate about self-leadership. I used to just say leadership, and then I was like, you know what? There's something off about that. There's something that's just not feeling like it's in alignment. And it was the action piece because there's a lot of leaders that do as I say, not as I do. That's not what I resonate with. So I was like, I need a little tweak. So it feels in alignment to what I'm passionate about. And that's where the self-leadership piece comes in, doing the work, walking the talk, walking on the coals of fire and getting up tomorrow and doing it all over again. Yeah. So I, I so agree with you. And I think that the, um, this is what I talk about all the time that the, uh, patriarchal, uh, way of doing things in every area of life has, has completely broken down and, and we're seeing the remnants and, and, and a bit of the chaos of it. It's that's what the last five years has been about. And, because it is about, I am the leader, right? But when you're, what I'm hearing you say, Casey, is in self-leadership that I'm not, not only am I the leader, I am the leader in my life. And as I, this radiant exemplar mm -hmm. phrase, as I radiate my truth and commitment to myself and my integrity and all that, it then reaches out to other people. And then, so- uh, the, what I see happening now, and it's happening in business, this aggressive marketing that you talked about, I got involved in some of that and it totally messed me up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm empathic. I'm intuitive. I am, I, I, I don't BS. I don't want to BS. I don't want to do that 
string of questions. What's your pain? And here's my answer for your pain. And <laughs> it was just like so uh, contrived. Contrived is a good word. I was going to use something stronger, but contrived is good. <laughs> it wasn't authentic. It wasn't who I was. And it so after I learned how to do it, it took me three or four years to undo it so yeah. that I could just lead from my heart and be who I am and if and, and put my stuff out in the world to and the people that are attracted to what I do, they'll show up, they show up. Absolutely. And I think that that's true now uh, because we're moved, we've moved from this patriarchal uh, pyramid kind of stacked thing where there's one person in charge to where it's a circle and everyone mm -hmm. gets to participate. And to I love me, that self-leadership, that term. Uh, I love that. I love um, your viewpoint and the different perspectives that you brought in. And I think that it it is the most powerful way to have a ripple effect because, you know, to have an impact, you know, it's it's funny. My spiritual teacher used to say like, spirituality can't be taught, but it absolutely can be caught. And I look at leadership and inspiration and enthusiasm in the exact same way. I want to catch a spark from somebody that I follow. And I want to be that spark from somebody who resonates with me. And that's a big part of, of why self-leadership is so very important because it is, it's about the energy and the experience versus all the blah, blah, blah marketing. And I think, uh, well, at least in this last couple of years, uh, my team and I, when we meet, we talk about, is this, how are we marketing? Is this, is this touching, mm. uh, drawing people in? What is it? And, um, and we keep coming back to uh, kind of downscaling in, in a sense of instead of having, you know, you, when you go to other people's websites, you know, there's pages and pages and pages of this is what I do and check out this and here's my this and that. And so what I've done, what we've done uh, intentionally is to downscale it so that it's nice. just a very clear, simple message. I love that. I'm a fan of minimalism. I think that it's very effective in multiple ways, not only in our own environment for clear thinking, but also digital minimal minimalism as far as minimizing inputs so we can be very clear to have an open channel to even hear what messages inside of our soul to bubble up to the surface. We can't do that if we're nonstop taking in inputs from 7,000 different channels. Yes. And I also am a fan of what you said you did with your website, which is just making it so clean, clean, clear, concise, you know, because that's how people are going to be like, yep, she's my lady. Like that's the mentor I want. That's she's speaking my language. You can, it's, it's a little bit more challenging to reduce a subject down, but yes. it has so much more impact. Yes. I, 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 I totally agree with you. And, and the thing you were saying about all those different channels and because we moved literally in the last two years to, to everything is digital and, mm. and, and people are getting, even in my generation, we're all getting caught up on how do I do digital? How do I, how do I get a meeting? How do I, you know, if it's not in person. And, but when I, years ago, when I started, uh, my, uh, teaching spiritual principle and, and, uh, meditation and, uh, consciousness awakening and awareness, 
I found that people were always going, it, it goes back to my guru. They wanted the hors d'oeuvres, right? They want to, but in, in self-leadership, you, you, well, you can have the hors d'oeuvres, but you've also got to be true to who you are and not take an hors d'oeuvre off of somebody else's plate and somebody else's plate and, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it really does go back to the thing you said in the very beginning, which is self-worth you know, and being anchored in that and then leading from that space of trusting yourself, trusting the inner voice, you know, getting very used to being um, open to messages that come from the heart yeah. and from the belly space. And I Stop think the head, the head exactly you down a, a, a dark alley sometimes. Exactly. And I think that when you just stay in that mind space, it's very easy to follow, like you mentioned, the aggressive marketing. You know, it's very easy to follow, like, it must be this funnel that I need. It must be this automation. I must have to have a framework. Nope, nope. This week it's Facebook ads. Like, we can literally swirl down by following everybody else's step by step blueprint. And it's so very interesting because, like, you hold the answers within you like period, end of story. It's true. I, it's exactly true. And so looking, it, it, it does come back to this self-worth and trusting yourself that we, I don't know, my generation wasn't taught that. We were taught to, you know, stand behind the man, to get the job in a man's world to, you know, and so there, so women were, were subtly taught to not trust their intuition because the the wounded masculine didn't want to trust the intuition of a woman or even their own intuition, right? Because everybody has intuition, not just women. And, and our intuition or our connection with ourselves, it, it, like you just said, Casey, it, the answers are always within and we have got to be slow enough, not necessarily still, but slow enough so, and aware enough to hear oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do a mass marketing thing or I'm not supposed to do any marketing or whatever it is. If, don't you find that it makes your business more um, solid and strong? It's a complete um, 180 and so much came up when you were talking. And I think that the first thing is with our societal conditioning that women are support staff at best, it is, um, you know, it takes that much more energy, bravery, and um, true leadership to carve that new way and to not be afraid to make a good income, to use our voice, to maybe um, have something that actually is polarizing. Maybe there's pieces of our messaging that's polarizing. Like, there's a lot of what shouldn't be going against the grain, but it, it is because of our history. So in that, it's almost a little bit like we have to try a little harder to get there. Once I think we let go of that, like working harder and is because we have to, we can, what I'm trying to say is like, there is a sense of ease that can come once you do that fork in the road. You make that choice that you matter. Your voice matters. You can stand in your power. You can crush the old paradigm, let it dissolve, blow it away like a butterfly, whatever visual works for you, right? 
Like we no longer have to subscribe to it and we get to rewrite the story. That is the most exciting piece of the puzzle. So that was one of the things that was coming up, but you said such good stuff. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll toss it back to you. Well, you know, it's interesting to, to, uh, to claim when, when women like yourself, uh, stand up, you know, and you, and you shared that you were very shy and, and while you had this entrepreneurial gift, I would say, or, or drive, um, the standing up and speaking up for yourself, which means everybody who's listening, when you own your, yourself, right. When you can really stand in your own power and, um, and speak not, not in a, a bitchy, mean, ugly way, but just speak your truth. And many women are waking up to speaking their truth now, which had not, it had been smaller groups. Like, you know, uh, when women's rights, women's vote was up in, in England and in America, those women were pioneers and they were in a war. They were in a battle. They were, they were beaten, imprisoned, killed, for just standing up and saying, I want to vote. Yeah. I, I get to have a say. Because up until then, the patriarchy did disallowed, disallowed anyone that was a, a female to have power. And that goes back centuries. We can have a whole nother conversation about that. But in order for women to develop their brilliance, like you're, you're talking about on your podcast, Casey, it, it, it really has to start with the individual. Yes. Like, and like you just shared with us that where you stand up for yourself, you, 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 you do have to maybe push yourself a little bit more in those areas where it's not comfortable to speak your words, speak your truth, but to really, oh, here's the thing I want to say. I just dropped in. When we learn how to speak our truth, it's because we are, have been going within and listening to our heart wisdom. Oh yes. And and that's the truth. It's not what you think the truth should be in your brain, because that just, poof. but what your particular heart wisdom is, and then speaking that out, we will find that the more women do that, the more we collectively are on the same page. We're aligned already. And We're ready. We're ready. And um, literally, you know, I was just having this conversation yesterday, like those little whispers are now turning into roars, you know, that internal voice of like, now is the time. And I think that light workers are saying, you know what, like, I do have to step up, I do have to get out of my comfort zone, and join this feminine rising collective that you're mentioning. I remembered one of the things that, that came to me when you were talking before about slowing down enough to tune into that heart wisdom. And I think that this is a crucial piece that I'm seeing right now that could have rapid acceleration in our personal growth and our spiritual growth and our business growth that's being totally overlooked. And when you look at how often people of, of all genders go to their cell phone, go to social media, open up their email um, inbox. Yeah. There are so many opportunities for distraction. And again, we're taking in everybody else's message, good, bad, or indifferent. And I think it's, it's almost as if 
you know, we start off fresh when we wake up and we have this, you know, white canvas. And with every single input, there's some more graffiti that's getting applied to that canvas. So by the end of the day, it's just this big blackout and there is no way that we could see source, spirit, God written there because we have just compiled it with all this dross and dirt and matter of our inputs. I think that this is like, it should be front page news that if you were to silence the noise and go within, then you could clearly see what your vision is each and every day. Yes. And I so love that analogy about the, the graffiti on a, a canvas because that's how it felt. Uh, and it still kind of does. And I, during the pandemic, when the lockdown happened, I was like, okay, please, everyone, it is time to be with yourself. It is time to learn about yourself. And as we've opened up now, I'm noticing behaviors that are the same as before. And I'm fascinated, yeah. disappointed and fascinated that there are some people that had that opportunity, 18 months of learning more about themselves and anchoring within themselves and they didn't take it they passed it by. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's, uh, that's a little heartbreaking for me because I have such, uh, I have to renew it often, but I have huge faith in humanity and that humanity and all of us together are working together to create a better yet to be that we can't know. We don't know what it is because everything, all the rules have changed. And if, if you're listening to this and you've gone back to what was before the lockdown, I, I want to invite you just to take a moment, take a few more moments and really ask yourself what is what we're talking about? What is it that I believe? What is it? How do I choose to lead from my inner wisdom, my inner? And what is my voice? What is my voice? Exactly. Beautiful. I love that invitation. And I highly recommend the listeners take you up on that because in our efforts to feel connected, we become so disconnected to our own self. Yes, exactly what you were describing about everybody on a device. And, you know, it was fascinating to me when things started opening up and my husband and I would go out to eat and everybody's walking in on their phones, sitting down on their phones. I'm like, wait, weren't you just doing that at home for the last several months? Can you just put your phone down and have the conversation with the people that are at the table with you that maybe you yeah. haven't seen? But, and, and they're all around with the phones. And I'm like, oh my goodness, wait, please everybody. <laughs> now, like Casey's saying, it, now is the time. It's, it's time to own your own brilliance and, and, and your own freedom and, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. and become your own leader. I love this. Awesome. So Casey, when, when people come to work with you, mm -hmm. um, wh what are a couple of the things that you do first with them? Uh, definitely get very clear on their why, because I think when we're anchored in on why are we even doing the dang thing, it changes everything. And it, it really, 
I think especially because I work with people that have had some level of success, they're not necessarily startups. So they're seeing some success, but they're also wanting more freedom. They're also wanting to either start looking at retirement or at least having a plan that they can start reducing the number of hours that they work, having some kind of support or automation or I'll say passive income in air quotes, but like their signature program online. So perfect example, um, one of my clients is a clinical nurse specialist and she's been on the floor in oncology units and in really doing beautiful healing work for the past three decades. And we've been working together to put all of her holistic modalities because her mission is to help healthcare with complementary modalities to reduce the need for pharmacological um, drugs. So she's developed a system of incorporating aromatherapy and gentle movement and relaxation. So I've helped her compile all this in a signature course and really put it in a whole marketing system so she can have a plan to have passive income passive, I say again, but have an opportunity. And that's one of the things I'm so passionate about is when I have a client come in, it's like, how can we craft this in a way that's going to work for you? Again, going back to the artist um, visualization, it's like, you're the artist, let's craft it in a way right now and then reverse engineer to get there. So how many hours do you want to work? How much money do you want to make? And part of what I do is called the soul print method. And it's something that I developed to really lean into Yin, which is the feminine, the fluidity, the intuition, and respect the yang, which is our key performance metrics, um, and all the linear, all the spreadsheet, all the breaking down the macro goals into micro goals. So we make sure to check them off the list and bringing it together in this holistic synergy which I have to tell you is sometimes uncomfortable for healers because my target audience, the people that I serve are healers and they just want to swim in the feminine side and the creative. And I want to create when it feels good. I want to write my book when I am in the mood, you know, like I want to go on Facebook live when I'm inspired and that's all well and good. I'm kind of poking fun at it a little bit because the other side is the foundation that we also need for sustainability for, for something that actually has a framework and has strategy built into it and marrying those two forces together. That's what makes it so very strong when you have that synergy. Um, so that's what I'm really passionate about. The big piece of business without burnout, and this is why I love to be able to help people craft that signature program to move forward, is when we create a business where it is centered around us as the nucleus, it's a formula for burning out. And so Boy, is it ever, oh, it is me too. And, and I, you know, I know this because I've had adrenal fatigue. I've had the visual migraines on a regular, right. I've been there for many, many years. And so now I'm just like, wait a sec. It doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. And so, so that's a little bit in a nutshell of, of kind of like what a little snapshot looks like. I love it. I love it. And because what you've just described is uh, bringing in the yin and the yang and all that uh, um, at having been around lots of healers most of my adult life. And there are ones that can't make a living and there are others that just do. And, um, and it's because it's the, it's the new paradigm. Mm -hmm. This is, this is what I believe. The new paradigm isn't the wounded masculine 
or the wounded feminine. It's the empowerment and the joining of the empowered masculine and feminine. And so you do need both sides, everybody, to, to in order for, for your life, like you just said, Casey, to be sustained. And Absolutely. It's and the happy. unity. That unity that you're speaking of, that is where the power is. When we can start dissolving boundaries and the two different sides, you know, red versus blue, black versus white, you know, Republican versus Democrat, like there's so many divides out there. When we can truly start to see each other as humankind and come together with like heart-based collaboration. Yes, everything changes. And like the opposite of this empowerment that you're speaking of is victimhood. And, and if you're in victim mindset, you're looking to shame and blame and you're pointing. And again, it's external, external. They did this. They did that. The man did this It's bro marketing. Like I'm not a subscriber to that. That's super trendy right now. And I think in a way it's trying to instill empowerment but we don't empower by suppressing no. other groups. I, I, I can't even imagine who would think that doing that kind of shit is empowering. Yes, absolutely. It is anything, anytime, everybody, anytime you want to point the finger outside of yourself or you think or agree with individuals that are dividing groups and countries, you better think again, because what you're seeing is the death throes of the patriarchy. And it's a wounded patriarchy. It's not an empowered patriarchy. And the divine feminine that's been hitting the planet for the last several years is calling all of us to join hands, to stand up and to be the, the gifts that we are individually and then collectively. And it's not about division. It's about unity. Like Casey just said, it is about unifying. And that means for many, many people, it's very uncomfortable because what we thought we thought or hmm. what we think we believe or what we were told as children is true. We have to Go within ourselves and begin to lead ourselves out into the world like Casey is talking about in order for this world to improve and be a better world. And everybody that's running around like chicken little thinking the sky is falling and every, you know, the earth is going to implode. That's not true. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's human beings. Human yeah. 100%. Beings. We're going to heal through love. Yes. That's how we're going to heal love and acceptance that's what circles right back to self-leadership because our actions are going to speak our mission, speak our truth and show our core values. That is what is going to start the healing process. And, it, and I personally find that very attractive to, you know, I, I want to know that I'm dealing with somebody that's in integrity in business. I don't want to be bamboozled anymore. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to turn on the television and see that they've shifted their messaging to catch someone like me, right? Because they, they have done that over the last decade. All of a sudden it shifted to look at how, what a great big multi international corporation I am. And I give to the little people, see how good I am. It's like, again, I call bull. <laughs> so, 
well, clearly, Casey, you got me going. I, I <laughs> yay, I so appreciate. So Casey's podcast is Women Developing Brilliance, and it's on. It's everywhere, right? It is. Yes. Okay. And what's the website people can go to to find out more about you? They can go to caseyrossi.com. And then I do have a free gift for your listeners if they're jiving and vibing with our conversation today that goes a little bit deeper. It's a three-part free video series called Know Thyself and Lead. And they can grab that. Oh, yay. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. It really dives deeper into like our core values, our mission, like our ikigai, our reason for being. And so I think they're going to get some nice self-inquiry questions to really start that path of the inward journey Mm -hmm. so they can truly illuminate what they then want to create and Mm. put out into the world. So they can grab that at kcrossi.com slash lead. Awesome. Thank you. And that, that all that'll be in our show notes later, everybody. Awesome. Casey, Rossi, thank you. The thank podcast you, is Women Developing Brilliance. And, and personally, I think you're brilliant. And I think you're brilliant too. Right back at you. And, and the, the, the beauty that you radiate right now is awesome. Awesome. Mm. So I want to thank you for doing all the amazing work you're doing from the time you were a little girl, holy moly. (laughs) I can't wait to see what the next 10 years is going to give you, but you're, I appreciate you being a woman of integrity and empowerment Mm -hmm. and keep on going. Well, thank you so much. And I will leave you, Susan, with we see in others what we already embody and hold. So I'm just reflecting back those qualities to you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at So that's it for today. See you next time.